Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ, and Merry Christmas. I'm coming to you here from the almost finished DH, uh, and I will not be at the live services tonight because I have had COVID exposure, uh, which I'm amazed that after 10 months of this thing, this is the first time, and it happens to be on Christmas Eve. So I just found out about this a couple hours ago, so we're working out how we're going to make tonight work, but uh, God is good and God is faithful and his word will still be proclaimed. So I want to share with you a reading from Luke chapter 2, and just a quick reflection on this. Luke 2, 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I want to just comment and reflect with you on two simple aspects of the Christmas story as we read it here in Luke chapter 2. And the first is that God comes into real, ordinary life. If you're like me, sometimes in reading this verse, I was actually struck by how much I tend to glaze over or forget about all the details of names and places, the decree from Caesar Augustus, Quirinius, the governor of Syria, Galilee, Judea, Bethlehem, uh, all the travel plans that are set in motion by these events. It's kind of boring. It feels uh, unnecessary, extraneous to the story. We're here for the birth of Jesus, not for all these background details. And part of the reason that Luke includes these details is to show that this is real, verifiable history, that this happened and can be verified as we look to the history books. But I believe also that God wants to show us through these mundane details that when he comes, he comes into normal, everyday life, sometimes ordinary and mundane or even boring, the things we want to just gloss over, God enters into. Because there was nothing extraordinary about that corner of the world at this time in history. It was an obscure part of the Roman Empire at a time of relative peace. And into this boring context comes the most, most earth-shattering event in all of human history. The glory of heaven, God himself, is incarnate and comes to earth, born as a human baby. God came into the real world. Not a fake one, not a removed from our reality one. The real world that we inhabit, filled with real people, real politics, real responsibilities and inconveniences, all the details of our life, God entered into that. The story of Jesus Christ doesn't exist in some sort of nebulous vacuum, but he has come unto us, unto our world, 
He doesn't remain far off, simply like the watchmaker God who offers advice or critique at your convenience or his whim. God has come unto you. For you, he has come into the ordinariness, the boringness, the mundane parts of life. When you look at your life, no matter how ordinary it might seem, your day-to-day reality, God cares about it. God has entered into it. God works to redeem you in it and works through it to show you himself. The second point is that God comes into all of life, no matter how messy, no matter how low it is. Because we read in these uh, words that Jesus was born into poverty. He was born in a setting of humiliation, degradation, amongst people's indifference or disdain. There was no room for them at the inn or the guest room, even for a woman about to give birth. This was a wretched and humiliating setting. We have these images of nativities with a clean-swept barn and animals standing around reverently, well-behaved. But no, this was a dirty place. It was smelly. There was dung and urine caked into the walls and the floors. Nothing could be more degrading. Nothing could be more humiliating. Jesus Christ was born into the lowest circumstances that we could imagine. Christianity began in the lowest circumstances we can imagine. The almighty God of the universe came into this horrific and impoverished environment to be born as a baby for us. And if the God of the universe was born into such conditions, surely he is willing to come into the lowest parts of your life. Surely he is willing to enter into your mess. God comes into the lowest places, the things we think unworthy for a king, the the places we want to hide from him or keep to ourselves the dark and lonely corners of our hearts and our lives. God enters in. He is almighty God and there is nothing above him. But he's the Christ child in a dirty manger. There is nothing beneath him. And Christmas is our reminder that Jesus came into the world in order that he might come into our lives. In order that he might enter into our lives. He's come into normal life, ordinary life, everyday life. He's come into your messy life, your degrading life, your humiliating life. He has come for you. The child has been born unto us, and the world will never be the same. Hallelujah.